that way well if you haven't turned off your sound. Thank you so much for being here. So we're going to do this every week for a while. And I just wanted to lay down some logistical things before we launch. Okay, so um, we thought long and hard about the format for this, but we've decided it's just going to be your listening and we're talking or we're meditating. Um, hi, Liam. Um, so need you to keep your sound off because it's not going to be a discussion. If you do have questions, please feel free to send us a note. Um, if you need any one-on-one -on -one support, we're happy to have a phone conversation with anybody anytime. If you're having difficulties or if you have some kind of challenge that you've addressed in future weeks, please send us a message with the, the challenge or a topic you want to cover. So, um, Hillary again. This is Hillary. For those of you who don't know, Hillary, you, most of you know Hillary. I'm on my pillow. Too, she so she is going to go away for a few minutes because it's going to be hard for her, even though she's very good at sitting here and looking pretty. Probably better if she just comes back for the second half and she's going to lead us into meditation. Okay, so Tim is recording this. Tim is the official host. Thank you, Tim. And so after this call, we should be able to get the recording to you if you want to share it with other people. But for right now, please don't share the link until I figure out how to upgrade my Zoom to include more people. Um, I just unmuted myself. Up to everybody and anybody. Hi, Glenn. Turn off your sound. I was just going to say you can um, you can mute everybody. There's still a couple of people that are not muted. So okay, mute Tim. Everybody. Tim would have to do that because he's the host. So Tim, if you know how to do that, that'd be great. But if you can mute yourself, that would be great. Okay. Um, also, those of you who are clients of mine and or have been to a chiropractic from the heart, you may or may not remember you have a core values card. Um, we're going to be using that a lot in the weeks to come. So if you uh, have lost it, let me know. We can run you through the exercise again, but maybe you want to dust that thing off. Uh, it would be a great thing to look at every now and then. So um, let's see. Oh, and the last thing is two more things, actually. So when Hillary leads us in the meditation, she's going to sort of end the meditation. And then we're going to leave the call. But if you guys want to stay sitting in the silence, obviously, after that, please feel free to do that. And the last thing is I just want to remind all of you that are in Europe that starting next week, because I believe you guys change your clocks this weekend, that it's still going to be 10 o'clock in California, which means starting next week, it's going to be an hour or later for you, not if they got. Right. So welcome to Shelter from the Storm. And I chose that name not only because I like the Bob Dylan song by that name, but as you know, there's a big storm going on out there in the world, a storm of uncertainty, a storm of fear, a storm of um, judgment, shall we say. And I'm hoping to provide some shelter or to help you provide some shelter for yourself from that storm because many of us are, have been forced to shelter at home, but that doesn't automatically shelter us from the storm that I'm talking about, does it? It doesn't shelter us from the storm of our own minds and our own doubts and our own tough choices. So that's what this is about. And I want to read something too that I wrote several years ago that Tim made into a beautiful chart that, by the way, I'm 
hoping to sell at some point. You know what a good salesman I am. But so this was a chart of uh, when I am connected to my heart or when, as I put it, when my heart's engaged versus when my brain is flying solo. Okay. So when connected to my values, when my brain is flying solo, I'm connected to my past, to my memories and to the emotions that are associated with those. As you listen to this, I want you to consider whether you think it would be valuable right now, especially to be in your heart. And if not, you might as well leave the call because that's what this is about. Okay. So when I'm engaged in my heart, I'm focused on what's important. When I'm in my head, I tend to be focused on what's urgent. Okay. When I'm focused or when I'm engaged to my heart, I'm aware of enoughness. But when I'm in my head, I'm generally aware of what might be mine. That's probably a good one right now. When I'm engaged to my heart, I'm giving attention to my intentions. When I'm when my head is flying solo, I'm giving attention more to my ego and to survival. When I'm engaged to my heart, I am resilient and effective. When I'm stuck in my head, I'm reactive and weak. When I'm in my heart, I'm certain of what's true for me. And when I'm in my head, I'm certain of things that just ain't so. When I'm in my heart, I'm living in love and joy and oneness. And when I'm in my head, I'm taking things personally and always trying to fix things. Here's the best one coming up here. When I'm in my heart, I tend to be moving toward my dreams. And when I'm in my head, I'm moving away from my fears. And the last one is when I'm in my heart, I'm an evolved being. And when I'm in my head, I'm a reptile. <laughs> and if, generally what that means is when I'm stuck in fear, when I'm stuck in my head, I am literally in my reptile brain. I am all stuck in the past and in emotion and I can't get to the higher angels of my nature. I can't get even to my values or beliefs. So I ask you again, would it be helpful to be in your heart right now? Go ahead and nod if you agree. Yes, you, I don't know a single person that I've talked to in the last few weeks that hasn't had really, really, really tough choices to make. I know some of us are feeling pretty good about those choices. I know others of us are, have a lot of doubts and stuff about our choices. I know a lot of us feel judged about the choices we're making. I am proposing, especially those of you who are chiropractors, that perhaps just as good a gauge of how principled or vitalistic somebody is, uh, judging by whether their office is open or not, just as good a gauge for that might be whether their heart is open or not. And that's, that's what I'm asking of all of us. Can we keep our hearts open, not only for ourselves, but for each other? Because I have a feeling we're going to continue to have big choices to make. And how do we want to show up? How do we want to show up through this? I think this weekly gathering can help us all show up more of the way you would choose to show up because this shelter from the storm, a weekly opportunity to come apart from all the mayhem, both in our own minds and out there in the world and open our heart and step into love. This is, I don't know of a more important time to get really deeply grounded in our values of what's important to us, of, of the deepest, truest, most important things to us 
and return again and again and again and again to those to again to find shelter from the storm where we can escape the fear a little bit and get a little bigger picture and see other possibilities again not only for ourselves but for others because you know as chiropractors especially we're going to be the ones i think that can be in a really good position once this is all uh, calmed down to be the standard bearers, the light bearers, to lead people toward the type of world we all want to live in. Do you agree with that? So, so the work can be done now. When this thing ends, again, the more we've spent time in our heart, the more time we have spent in love, the more time we have spent on the island of peace in our soul, whatever you want to call it. The Bible calls it the secret place of the most high. And I like that because that's where we have our most high thoughts, not, not like stoned high, but, but our, our highest view of things. To see the facts of life from the highest point of view, we need to establish ourselves in our heart. Yes or yes? You can't answer me. Hey. So that's, that's the purpose of this. That's where we're going to go every week. So again, if you have tools you would like me to talk about or share or explore more, then let me know. Okay? In the meantime, we're going to start today with what I believe is the fundamental heart-opening tool. I, I, this is not going to be a surprise to anybody who's, who knows me, and that is gratitude. If, if you're not doing a gra daily gratitude list, even though I've been bugging you for years to do one, this is, this is the time to do it. A daily gratitude practice is going to be huge for you right now. And again, whether that's just writing down a list for yourself of things you're grateful for or getting together with your family, which I think would be a great thing to do, and each of you taking a turn listing the things you're grateful for or writing thank you notes to people, including yourself, or going out and taking a walk with your dog and just the whole time Tell, you know, just reciting things that you're grateful for. The more time we spend in an, in an attitude of gratitude right now, again, the smarter we're going to be, the more resilient we're going to be, the more effective we're going to be, because gratitude is the quickest path to our heart. Or for you Joe Dispenza fans, the quickest route to getting our heart in coherence. Okay? To me, they're really the same, okay? So a daily gratitude practice. And there's one more tool I'm going to share with you before we get into our meditation. And I've shared this tool with some of my clients, but I'm going to offer it to all of you because I think it would be really useful for all of us. You may need to use your imagination. Okay? I got this from Eckhart Tolle, who said that we, I don't think he used the word should. And you, don't, I, you know I don't like that word, but I'm going to use it here. We should approach the present moment as if we had chosen it. So I realize that none of you have chosen what's going on right now, but I want you to use your imagination and assuming that you did choose it. Why? Why did you choose it? In other words, what is the possible gain here? What, is the, what are the possible benefits of what's going on for you, for the world? for your family, for anybody. So you can write a list of these things or you can write an essay. And the title can be, I chose this situation 
because this will allow me to, or this will allow the world to. Okay, is everybody clear on that assignment? Because if we can keep our eyes on the gain and less on the gap between what's going on and where we think it should be, we're gonna have a lot less uncertainty, we're gonna have a lot less fear, and we're gonna have a lot more enoughness, happiness, and joy. Okay, so I'm gonna call Hillary back. I'm gonna put on some music, and she's gonna lead you from here. Love you is the last words I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna see you next Friday. For most of you in Europe, it's gonna be an hour later next week than it was today. So I invite you to just settle in a little deeper, right where you are, as I do. And taking a inhale and an audible exhale. And a couple of more breaths. Inhale, bringing your shoulders up to yours and letting it down with that audible exhale. Wiggling your body right where you are and just being present. Inhale and exhale. In your mind's eye, I invite you to see seven steps going down into the earth, right where you are, right in front of you. Ancient steps. You easily go down each of the seven steps until you're standing before a door. It's a heart-shaped door, but the door is closed. So right now, putting your hand on your heart, feeling your heart beating beneath your hand. Perhaps it's beating fast. Perhaps it's just beating rhythmically, just being aware of it. This heart that's always beating life through you. It's always beating love through you. And with your next inhale, I want you to breathe in through your hand into this heart that's beating under your hand. Seeing yourself breathing in and breathing out. Perhaps it appears to you as light coming into your heart and going out. Maybe it's white light. Maybe it's a particular color. It seems like a flow of energy coming in or out, however you choose to imagine it. Breathing in and breathing out. And as you continue to breathe, you can keep your hand on your heart or lay it in your lap. Do you notice 
The door to your heart is now wide open as you've become aware of this place of power and peace within you. You step into the sanctuary of your heart. Immediately know that you've come home. You're more connected to the life within you. And so more connected to the life all around you. And there's a place in this sanctuary that's beckoning you to sit or to lay down. Could be a chair or a sofa, it could be mossy ground or against a tree or floating in your own pond. And you feel so much safer. Maybe a little more of an inkling of your more than enoughness is coming to light. And just settle more into this peace that you are. Now I invite you to think of a time, a memory, when you were in a time of power, when you felt powerful, when you felt fully connected to yourself, to your gifts, fully at peace wherever you are. And just think about that memory, noticing again where you are, what you were doing, who you were with. And remembering how you felt at that time. Your heart was open. You felt so grateful to be you. you felt confident and at ease. And now you can let the memory go. Holding on to those feelings. Breathing in into those feelings. Settling deeper, grounding into this powerful being you are when your heart is open. You're feeling grateful for yourself in this moment's choice. To be with that bigness. To be with your inner power. 
and strength and gifts. So I invite you to continue to breathe into love, from love and as love. Letting this feeling of gratitude enlarge within you, open you to the bigger possibilities for gratitude. bringing yourself to the island of peace even more in the silence Taking another breath, fully grounded in this peace. Being grateful to yourself for being willing to enter into the sanctuary of your heart whenever you need to. And come home to this gratitude Lining your mind and heart and spirit. What's right and true. Lining with your core values. Being in integrity. As you get ready to step back out. Into the shelter of your home. Carrying your inner shelter with you. Whatever you do, knowing when, when you do choose to come out of the sanctuary of your heart, you never 
fully come out of that sanctuary. You carry it with you wherever you go, whatever you do, whatever you think about, whatever you share from now on. So I remind you that when you're ready to come out of meditation, coming up the seven steps, back into this time and place, back into this body, fully present with what your heart has presented to you in this time together. Holding this truth for yourself, all those you love and care about, and all beings on this planet. And for all living creatures in whatever form, and for the planet herself, being in a celebration and thriving in life. And so it is. Oh. Oh. Namaste.